Frequency Matters, the RF and Microwave Update Series. I'm Pat Hindle, and I'm here with my co-host Gary LaRude. In this episode, we're going to continue our coverage of the June semiconductor and IC-themed issue, plus give you a quick preview of our aerospace and defense supplement. So as a reminder, the June issue cover story discusses the capabilities and impact of a new SOI-based tunable filter IC that's designed for RF chains and phased arrays. And these new devices can provide a big advancement in tunability, small size, high linearity, and wider bandwidths. And these are really some of the widest band filter ICs we've seen, and they demonstrate that with a 4 to 8 gigahertz example. So Gary, we didn't cover the online feature last time. What was that? Well, our online spotlight article in this month's issue is pretty cool, I think. It describes an adaptive real-time algorithm for identifying mimic outliers during automated on-wafer testing and it presents both the theory and data from the actual test floor. The article was written by Charlie Trantanella and Abby Eisenklam at Corvo. Abby is a student at Vanderbilt University, and she worked on this project while she was an intern at Corvo. And she was also one of the recipients of the Custom Mimic Women in Engineering Scholarship in 2020. So I'm really pleased we could publish this work. So moving on to the June Aerospace and Defense Supplement, The lead article was written by Eric Heim of Strategy Analytics, and he covers the market for hypersonic weapons, and he goes over a few types of the hypersonic missiles, and then takes a look at the development challenges and some about the market projections for that, so it's a very good article. We'll leave the rest of the articles for our next episode. We had a special guest join us for this episode from Altair, Brian Woods, Vice President of EM Solutions, Join me to discuss the challenges of EM simulation and the latest updates to FICO. Let's take a look at a clip from that now. What are some of the main focus areas for FICO that you believe are going to help Altair users innovate in the future? Well, I I guess this brings us back (laughs) to Altair's vision of helping its customers drive decisions by leveraging simulation and HPC and and artificial intelligence. And um, I think obviously we'll continue to improve and expand our simulation capabilities, maybe particularly focusing on on some of our less mature solvers um, that that are well suited to some of the applications that we, we, like electronics and and EMC applications where we know um, a lot of the future lies. Um, But I think the answer to the question about innovation um, and what will really impact on that is, is more about our seamless integration into Altair's multi-physics workflows and interfaces um, so that, that designers can address some of the challenges that I mentioned earlier. Um, I think that Altair's approach to integrating different engineering disciplines and the application of things like artificial intelligence and, and so to engineering problems is evolving very, very fast. And this really is going to be a game changer in terms of enabling our users to innovate in future. And and what we want to do is really make sure that electromagnetics is part of the mix. So you can catch the uh, complete interview at videos.microwavejournal.com. And turning to the news, we had an announcement from our own parent company, Horizon House Publications. We have formed the High Frequency and High Speed Media and Events Group, and that's made up of Microwave Journal and Signal Integrity Journal magazines, plus our events, EDICon China and EDICon Online, and then also our managed exhibitions for the IEEE MTTS International Microwave Symposium on behalf of the IEEE, and also the European Microwave Week on behalf of the European Microwave Association. 
So over the past decade, we've pulled in all these uh, different activities. So we're all under one group now as a portfolio. And then Quantic Electronics, they've been relatively quiet for the past few months, but now they're back in action. They've added another company by acquiring Microwave Dynamics, and they're kind of a leader in the microwave and millimeter wave component area. I think we'll see some more activity from Quantic Electronics as we approach IEEE MTTS International Microwave Symposium. And another news item, we saw that FinWave Semiconductor came out of stealth mode, and they announced that they'll address the 5G challenge with breakthrough 3D GAN FinFET technology. They developed this 8-inch GAN on silicon FinFET process, and they had been spun out of MIT, and they took a few years to um, develop this, and now they think they are ready for production, and they hope to improve linearity, output power, and efficiency for 5G millimeter wave systems, and greatly reduce the cost for carriers. So we'll touch base with them at IMS and see what that's about. Yeah, I'll meet uh, with Bin Liu, who's the co-founder, and Jim Cable, who's serving as executive chairman and chief strategy officer. The last time I spoke with Jim, it was shortly after he retired from PSEMI. He was a guest on our podcast and recounted his career path and the history of Peregrine Semiconductor, which became PSEMI, how it grew and was ultimately acquired by Murata. So I'm looking forward to seeing Jim again, and I'm not surprised to see him emerge from retirement. A couple of other news items. Uh, Southwest Airlines has selected Viasat's KA band satellite broadband service for use on their new 737 aircraft. And this is part of Southwest plans to invest more than $2 billion on various upgrades, which for those of you that fly on Southwest will include power outlets in every seat. So that'll be a nice addition. Then from Starlink, they say they have some 2,500 orbiting satellites now serving more than 400,000 subscribers in 36 countries. Interestingly, Elon Musk says Starlink is developing a more capable second-generation satellite, which will be some five times the weight of the first generation. The only problem with that, it's too heavy to launch on the SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket, so it'll have to go on the next generation rocket. And so uh, turning to events, IMS is coming up next week, June 19th through the 24th in Denver. And we're looking forward to some of the new activities this year. On the exhibition floor, there will be several uh, networking lounges so you can sit down and talk to people, which is nice. And there's also a nine hole mini golf course sponsored by XMA Corporation. So if you complete all nine holes and turn in your scorecard, you have a chance to win a prize. In addition, there's a professional photo booth available during lunch hours and the reception time, and that's sponsored by Wolf Speed and Microwave Journal. And there's also a new systems pavilion this year for the first time on the exhibition floor, which features small kiosks from different companies exhibiting there. And there's also a conference component that goes with that. So Gary, what things are you looking forward to? Well, with so much going on at IMS, it's always hard to decide what to see, but a couple of items that sound really interesting. As you know, increasingly we're hearing about quantum computing and quantum communication and quantum this and quantum that. Well, on Sunday, for those of you that'll be there, the Quantum Boot Camp Workshop will cover the basics of quantum engineering for microwave engineers who want to understand how to make a contribution to this emerging field. Then at the uh, plenary session on Monday, Professor Dana Anderson will present a quantum technology landscape. So that will give you a good overview of the topic. That will be followed by Gregory Edlund of the Lockheed Martin Space Systems Company, 
who will show how microwave innovations are really enabling a renaissance in space technology and how that's changing the way we live. So that promises to be very informative. And we hope to see many of you at this year's IMS, which promises to be a wonderful reunion. Well, enough talking, it's time to finish packing. Before closing, we want to thank Altair for sponsoring this episode of Frequency Matters. Altair offers a range of open architecture solutions for computer-aided engineering, data analytics, and AI, which helps engineers design high-performance, innovative, and sustainable products. Thanks for joining us today, and please watch for our episodes from IMS in Denver.